Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Yeah, welcome to Going Greyhounds on your Thursday morning right here on Sky Sports Radio. Simon Orchard with you as always. And I hope the shift back into work mode has been seamless for everyone after a pretty big Easter weekend. In about 10 minutes' time on today's show, we'll have a yak to Glenn Midson. He's the secretary manager at the Shoalhaven Greyhound Racing Club. He'll give us a quick snapshot of the upcoming, uh, upcoming I should say, Nara Puppy Classic that's going off on Sunday. The heats uh, will come out in the next hour or so, so looking forward to seeing what dogs go around in that. It's a wonderful group for event for the young dogs and the final to be run next Saturday, April 22, is worth $40,000. So if you want to hear more about that, make sure you hang around. But first, on today's show, an old favourite of mine and a man who must still be grinning after taking out the Amber Soli last Saturday night with his little girl, Windra All-Class. Good morning to Brian Barton. How are you, mate? Yeah, good morning, Simon. How are you, mate? Mate, I'm going really well, uh, but always a pleasure to see you and your big smile and obviously your wife, Sue, on track, enjoying another win for Windra All-Class on Saturday night. What was it like to be there uh, and celebrate again with Daniel Gatt, who, of course, trains, trains Annie as well? No, thank you, mate. No, it was fantastic again, like just getting through to the tracks pretty hard at the moment just with her health, but being there to watch her do it um, again in another group race and the way Daniel was prepared her yet again, um, she just come in humming and he said to us if she made the final, watch what she runs in the final of the Easter egg, but she just unfortunately made a little mistake the week before and didn't get there, so... We were hoping for a scratching, but it never happened. So we just take we just took the Ambrosoli, and we're happy with that. Yeah, it's a, it's a hell of a race to win if you can't win the big one. And look, you mentioned your wife Sue. For those unaware out there, um, Sue currently battling terminal brain cancer. We'll talk a little bit about that in just a little while. But before we do, mate, you mentioned getting Sue to the track and and the ride that you guys have endured over the last well four or five months with Windra All Classes. It's been one that's captured the imagination of a lot of Greyhound fans. What, Group 1 Futurity win earlier in the year, Group 2 Richmond Oaks runner-up, Group 3 Amber Soli on the weekend. She's won over $170,000 in prize money. Brian, what has it been like, mate, for the last four or five months watching her go around? Oh, it's just been amazing from the, the little girl that we read in the, um, at home here with her brothers and sisters and just to watch her um, proceed how she has and, and she's just getting better and better and um, I think she's actually matured. Every time she makes a little mistake, she's correcting herself and getting better. And, and just watching her go around just gives her such a thrill, and especially to Sue, because that's her little girl. And um, just she's probably ex- exceeded our expectations. We we knew she was good, but we didn't think she was going to be as good as she has been. And, yeah, it's just been fantastic and amazing, actually. You mentioned the arrow pointing up on her. You know, her last two runs, she ran again last night, by the way. Very good placement from Dan, getting her in a mixed fourth, fifth grade race, and she absolutely smashed him by eight and a half lengths. But her last two runs, mate, it went to 29.44 and 29.55 are that of a greyhound that, as you say, is really maturing into a quality race pitch. And she she's one of the rising stars, if not already a star of the track. What's next for her, Brian? Do you have a plan yet mapped out for maybe the next couple of months? Yeah, they've got... The, um, they're actually going to... Um, I think they're going to race her back next Wednesday because she was actually a fifth grade last night, would you believe? So I think she goes to fourth grade. So we're hoping to get a, another fourth and fifth grade race under her belt next Wednesday. And then um, they're actually targeting the um, the ladies' bracelet next um, with uh, Daniel. And, and then he, I think he's, he's talking about them taking her down to Melbourne. So, but Beautiful. We're just, 
they said they'll do the they'll do the ladies bracelet first. We'll target that race, and um, then they'll go from there. We, they sort of just set her up for the one race at a time, and and obviously always look ahead on the calendar what's coming up. But at the, the immediate um, target is the ladies bracelet coming up. You mentioned that ladies bracelet, the final on May fifth. It's worth twenty five thousand dollars to the winner, and a lot of credit goes to to Dan Gatt and obviously the Gatt family for for taking little Annie off your hands and doing such a wonderful job with her, Brian. Um, let's talk a little bit about, obviously, what's going on off the track. So, Sue, as you see, you see the photos on Saturday night and she just looks, you know, she's such a ray of light and love and happiness. And every time someone talks to her on track, she just exudes a woman who you wouldn't think is as sick as she is. But where is she at right now, mate? Oh, she's pretty um, sick. Um they can't do no more treatment for her, and um, her um, left side doesn't respond like her left arm and leg doesn't work, and so she's struggling a little bit and just like getting it to the tracks and effort. But when she's there and she sees like Annie, and when she goes so well, just she she actually said to me she forgets about how sick she actually is, and she puts on a brave face for everybody, but inside it's like yeah, pretty bad, so. Mate, it's it's really harrowing to hear and you know, one of the quotes from earlier in the year when she won when you won the group one futurity was she thinks she was cured by the win, that was Sue's yeah. quote and it's remarkable sort of stuff. But you can see the brave face. But I guess mate, I know it's only a small thing in the journey of life, but how do you think she takes the wins? When you guys get home, I know it's it can be arduous to get into Wentworth Park and it's a fair trip for you guys from um, from up at Kennelwindra Kennels, but when you get home and it's just you two, how do you how do you look back on some of these big runs in the last couple of months? Oh, she just she she gets on there and has a look at her, and she um, comments and puts it up on Facebook on her, her um, Facebook page, and she watches the race and she smiles. She sits there and she says, "How you know that's my little girl and how good she's going and." And it just gives her a massive lift. It's like she forgets about how sick she is and, and she's all happy and you just see the smile on her face. Like even when she wins, you get so excited and and she just gives her the biggest lift. It's a, probably one of the best tonics for her. Like, and, and Annie absolutely loves it. If you notice in the photo on the Dom's website, Annie's looking at Sue. They couldn't even get her to turn around for the, the photographer because she was pulling Daniel. She just wanted to get to Sue. <laughs> but she couldn't, she couldn't pat her because she just had to be swabbed. <laughs> uh, they certainly they've got a special relationship, and that's been evident since you know I went out to your property what four or five months ago, mate, yeah. and, and spoke to you then. And you guys are just uh, soul of the earth people who are, who are doing it tough. But I think I speak for every listener out there today, Brian, when I pass on my best thoughts and wishes to yourself and Sue. We know she's in a really wretched battle at the moment, mate, and to you as well. Yeah. Make sure. You look after yourself and reach out to us if you need anything. Hopefully, Annie continues to provide more highlights in the next couple of months. And together with Mark, uh, with Dan Gatt, I should say, um, hopefully we can see plenty more wins for Windra All Class. Thanks for coming on the program today, mate. No worries, Tom. Thanks very much, mate. We'll take a quick break. On the other side, we'll chat to Glenn Midson about the Nowra Puppy Classic. Skipped breakfast. John O'Shea joining us. How do you go with someone like Hugh Bowman? Do you let him do his thing or are you still speaking to him and treating him like any other jockey? How do you go with that? I'm not a big instruction guy anyway. I like instructions about as much as you like wedding cake, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) The Big Sports Breakfast. Weekdays from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio. 
Today's Racing, brought to you by Same Race Multi on the Tab app. Combine multiple runners for bigger odds. What's gambling really costing you? Nova Employment has been matching businesses to staff with ability for over 30 years and has an unbeatable track record of success. Nova can assist businesses of all sizes. Hi, I'm Emma from Carnet West in Sydney. Our recruitment process has been made easier by Nova Employment, providing us with great talent across a wide range of positions. Recruiting? Choose Nova Employment, the premier disability employment service. Visit novaemployment.com.au. Government incentives may be available. Experience city-class racing country style at the Darley Scone Cup Carnival. It's the richest country racing carnival in Australia with over $2 million on offer across two fantastic days in May. Highlighted by the Darley Scone Cup and the Group 3 Emirates Park Dark Jewel. With fashions on the field and Bjorn again live after the last race on Saturday, it's the Country Cup Carnival not to be missed. The Darley Scone Cup Carnival, May 12 and 13. For hospitality packages and tickets, go to sconeraceclub.com.au. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. Just quickly before we get to our next guest, the heats of the Group 3 Parry Cup were run and won yesterday. Group 1 winner Richard Donner made it through to the final. Cataclysmic travelled down from the north of the state, led all the way in his heat to qualify for the final. But it was Reelamin Bluey who clocked the fastest heat time of 30 and 76 to advance to that $25,000 decider next Wednesday, April 19. But from one feature to another, we head towards the Nara Puppy Classic. It kicks off on Sunday with the heats of the $40,000 to the winner race to be run and won there. And the Secretary Manager of the Shoalhaven Greyhound Racing Club, Glenn Midson, joins me on the program. Morning, Glenn. How are things shaping up ahead of Sunday, mate? Yeah, pretty good, Simon. We're all getting getting ready for the... The big race, it's our flagship event and it's been going since 2003. So we've um, built it up quite well. Yeah, you certainly have, mate. We'll talk about that a little bit more in just a second. But tell us a bit more about the history of the race, Glenn. You mentioned the first one in 2003. So what's that, 21st edition this year? Tell us why it holds a special place on the Greyhound Racing New South Wales calendar. Yeah, well, it came at a time when the club was... um, um, so as you could say, struggling a bit for uh, a feature event or a flagship event and, and struggling a little bit um, in general. And it was just an idea that we came up with that we'd try and start off and see how, if that could boost the profile of a race. Um, and, it, and it started quite good. It started off with a $10,000 purse. And it used to be with a puppy classic because the, they used to nominate them as puppies. So you'd have to pick at an early age to try and bring them through. And, and that, that worked quite well and quite popular um, with the breeders. At some stages, we had up to 200 pups um, nominated early. But as we progressed, we ended up um, with the popularity. We moved to Group 3 racing when it went to $15,000. And then when the Group 3 went a bit higher, with 25000 we continued on and um, what we've done for the last couple of years, we've raised it to 40000 um, even though it's still Group 3 at this point. So next year, we should be looking to go to Group 2 um, with the Group 2 prize money. So we hope that all works out well and, and keep the progression going. Yeah, you mentioned that um, advancement in prize money and Group 3 race at the moment, but you're in, you've made your ambitions clear. You want it to be a Group 2 race and, you know, potentially one day, who knows what it could end up being, I guess. Um, Glenn, club managers like yourself, I know Pat Day down in the Goulburn region as well, continue to push for 
improve prize money and conditions for your participants. Are you happy with the state of chasing down on the south coast or in the southern region of New South Wales at the moment? Oh, yeah, it's pretty good. Like, I'm, um, I've been here a long time, as most people would know. Um, and right at present, uh, the, the clubs clubs get looked after and the, and the participants get looked after. And there's many a feature race around. Like, we've tr- we try and have um, varied types. Um, to cover a lot of different greyhounds and and we don't you know everyone would always like bigger and better races but in general the the races that are going around the countryside and and through the provincials um, yeah there's good money around and and we like to class our puppy classic as as one of those um, top races that people want to win um, and yeah and generally it's going pretty good. You're spot on, mate. The heats, of course, going this Sunday, and they'll be out in the next hour or so, hopefully, on the dogs.com.au website. So we look forward to seeing what dogs get nominated. Uh, mate, the final is next Saturday, April 22. Of course, the heats on Sunday. To shift away from your normal Monday night programming down there at Nara. is the thought process just about getting more people out to the track, or what have, what, what have you made of that? Yeah, it's a little bit like that. The, um, we've always been a club that likes to promote uh, on-course patronage, and generally in the community we get well well patronised. Um, we have social member draws and social nights and things like that for the greyhounds, but on the weekend it will give more people the opportunity to get there. Um, it also might raise the profile of the race a bit for investments through the, um, through the TABs and corporates. Um, Ladbrokes has been a, a great sponsor of ours and they will um, they'll no doubt uh, get a little bit of a boost out of that too so yeah we look at um, the weekend meetings as, as being good we've we'll have plenty of activities for the for the children we'll have um, our local singer Liam Mai who was on the on the voice finalist a few years ago he, he comes down and sings he likes he doesn't mind the dogs he actually comes with the dogs himself so yeah, it's going to be a good night and we hope plenty of people come along. Yeah, amen to that, mate. Uh, as I said, the heat on Sunday, the final April 22. It's a Saturday as well. We look forward to seeing the fields of the 2023 Nara Puppy Classic coming out, hopefully, in the next hour or so. And I'm sure yeah, some future I did get stars. A, I did get a list through of some of the nominations. So. Oh, beauty. Hit us with um, it. Yeah, yeah, some of the nominations. is Well, the furthest one away is um, David Hobby's Custard Manelli. He's... Um, Staying on after his Easter egg forte of a good performance, and he's um, he's coming along. David Smith, Andy Lord, Jody Lord, you know, Sean Evans, the Rockstar Dogs, Joe McFadgen, he's bringing one down. He had one in the Easter egg final. Yeah, generally, and some of the locals, um, Chris O'Brien, who's been um, on fire lately with some of his uh, fast running dogs, and the Man Wearings and. Jeff Alaban, a few of the locals, um, we like to see do well. But people travel a long way, and we, we would like to see them get through to the final and do well as well. So, you know, with Custard Manelli got the feature. Tommy Cade, he won a feature the other night at Easter Egg Night. So, yeah, no, it's looking to be a strong series, and it looks like there's going to be four heats. Fantastic, Glenn. Uh, you know, some of those names you're reading off, it's indicative of just how strong chasing is down in that region. A lot of those trainers based in the narrow Goulburn sort of catchment areas and racing at the track each and every week. So wonderful to hear some great names. And Custer Benelli, a great get, as you mentioned. Wonderful series through the Golden Easter Egg for a young WA dog. Uh, mate, hmm. I'll be on track, I reckon, next Sunday to hopefully um, cover the final. So until then, yeah. uh, have a wonderful week. Yeah, thanks very much, Simon. No problem. There he goes.
Glenn Midson, yeah. the secretary manager down at the Shoalhaven Greyhound Racing Club. As I said, the heats of the Nara Puppy Classic going off on Sunday in the final worth $40,000 next Saturday, April 22. Before I quickly wrap up today, just some tips around the state. Casino Gunnard Adapto. Casino race two, number two, me and Pop. Best bet up there on the circle. Gunnada, race four, number one, Traley Alvey. That's Gunnada, race four, one, Traley Alvey. And Dapto, race 10, number five, Holtorf Bale. If he can repeat the dose from last week, he will be impossible to stop. That's going grays for another week. We'll be back same time next Thursday. Until then, happy punting and hooroo.